Good morning and a warm welcome to your show, Sunny Mornings in Boston. I'm your host, Melissa, and it's Monday, March 4th. Coming up on today's show, we'll get into the surf report and the weather outlook. Then we'll jump into some local news and a few interesting happenings in business, tech, and science. But first, you'll be interested to know, today is National Sons Day. National Sons Day prompts reflection on our role as parents. It's a time to listen to our boys, understanding their dreams, fears, and views on changing the world. So today, I hope you have some great memories that you can bring to the top of your mind and relive them as if they were yesterday. And now it's time for the weather report. In the Boston area. This morning, it's mostly cloudy and feels like 39 degrees with seven mile per hour wind. The sunset will take place at 5.38 p.m. and it will rise again tomorrow at 6.12 a.m. It looks like we're in for some patchy fog this morning before nine. Otherwise cloudy with a high near 52 and north wind around seven mile per hour. Tonight, it's cloudy with a low around 41. For all you beach runners out there, the first high tide Monday will be at 5 a.m. with a low tide just before noon. The nearshore buoy at Cape Cod Bay reads 39 degrees for the water temperature. Looking ahead in the weather, we'll see rain likely on Tuesday afternoon with a high near 47 degrees, increasing to an 80% chance of rain by night with lows around 45. Wednesday offers a 40% chance of rain with cloudy skies and a high near 61, turning to a 60% likelihood of rain after 10 p.m. and a low around 43. Rain continues into Thursday, mainly before 2 p.m., with a breezy high near 43 and a 60% chance of rain, easing into a mostly cloudy night with a low around 36. Friday sees a 30% chance of rain but partly sunny skies with a high near 41. Bonjour, food enthusiasts. This podcast is brought to you by Versailles Cafe and Pastries in Encinitas. Nestled on El Camino Real South, just north of Encinitas Boulevard, this cafe is a haven for culinary delights. Indulge in their amazing Eggs Benedict or their gluten-free crepes. You can grab a panini for lunch or just breeze on through to get your morning coffee. They are open every day from eight to five. So stop on by and don't forget to tell them, Sunny Morning send you. In local news, Boston's winter of 2023 to 2024 has seen a dramatic snowfall deficit with less than 10 inches recorded, well below the average of 33 inches. This ranks as the sixth least snowy winter on record for the city, with the last comparable season in 1972 to 1973. A high pressure ridge over the East Coast has deflected cold air and storms, contributing to unusually warm temperatures and minimal snow. El Nino and climate change also play roles, with the former altering storm paths and the latter expected to decrease winter snowfall over time. Despite the snow scarcity, March could still bring significant snow events, 
as historical data shows it's capable of surprising snowfalls. The storm of the century in 1993 and the March 14th blizzard of 2017 are examples of March's potential for notable snow accumulation. The current season emphasizes the intricate relationship between weather patterns and climate change, even as hopes linger for a snowy March. Now on to sports. Number three UConn wins its first outright Big East regular season title in 25 years. The Huskies, defending men's national champions, hadn't won the Big East in 18 years. Donovan Klingon led with 19 points and 11 rebounds in a 91-61 victory over Seton Hall. The win marked UConn's undefeated home record this season, 16-0. Coach Dan Hurley highlighted the challenge of maintaining excellence in a tough league. Freshman Stephen Castle scored 21 points, tying his career high. UConn outperformed Seton Hall in several areas, including a 56% shooting accuracy. The Huskies' defense, especially after Klingon's return from injury, was pivotal. Seton Hall remains fourth in the Big East, still hoping for an NCAA tournament berth. Last night in the NBA, the Celtics absolutely destroyed the Warriors, 140-88. Ouch. Break out the body bags. The Seas set a league record with their third 50-point win this season. This victory extended their winning streak to 11 games, with Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum leading the scoring. Achieving a franchise record 44-point lead by halftime, the Celtics demonstrated their dominance early in the game. Their recent performances have resulted in an average winning margin of over 22 points for the last 11 games, a record for a win streak of at least 10 games. Despite the loss, Steph Curry acknowledged the Celtics' superior play, highlighting their confidence and strong team identity. Tonight, the Bruins are on the road to take on the Maple Leafs. In top news, our brains are wired to ignore familiar stimuli, a process known as habituation. This neurological process helps us adapt quickly to our environment, focusing on new or changing elements. However, habituation can make us overlook both positive changes and societal issues, like racism or environmental pollution. Tali Sherrod explains that dishabituation can enhance happiness creativity, and initiate social change. For instance, repeated exposure to misinformation can dull our response, making us more likely to accept falsehoods. Sherrod's research shows that repeated lying diminishes the amygdala's response over time, reducing the emotional impact of dishonesty. Exposure to social media and constant images of crises can also desensitize us making extreme discourse seem normal. People habituate to pollution levels, with studies showing that those in smoggy areas are less likely to perceive air quality issues. Overcoming habituation involves introducing variability into our lives, like learning new skills or taking breaks from familiar environments. Short breaks or diversifying experiences 
can renew our appreciation for ongoing pleasures and improve overall enjoyment. To combat habituation to global issues like climate change, reliance on data over personal perception is crucial. Addressing societal biases requires making disparities visible and promoting accountability to encourage change. Awareness of our tendency to habituate can inspire us to seek new experiences and challenge societal norms. In business news, Bitcoin's next halving event is set for April 19th, marking a significant moment in its supply mechanism. This halving is unique due to a mix of factors affecting both supply and demand for Bitcoin. The Bitcoin blockchain's design includes having the mining reward approximately every four years. This process continues until the maximum supply of 21 million Bitcoins is reached. Historically, Bitcoin's price tends to appreciate following these halving events. The upcoming event coincides with increased institutional interest and the approval of Bitcoin exchange trade funds. Bitcoin's recent rally brought its value close to the all-time high set in November 2021. This year's performance deviates from the norm, with significant gains leading up to the halving. Bitcoin's blockchain security is at an all-time high, potentially mitigating concerns post-halving. However, Bitcoin's price remains susceptible to macroeconomic uncertainties and potential corrections. In crypto movement, Bitcoin is currently over $63,000 after another pop. Ethereum is over $3,400. And Solana is $129. Moving on to a more local vibe. In our community spotlight on health and wellness, we are working with a national Pilates studio to bring you some free classes, so listen up. Check out Club Pilates with several locations in the Boston area. Pilates presents a comprehensive wellness approach, cultivating strength, reducing tension, and elevating mental well-being. Scientific research affirms its benefits. So now you can check out Club Pilates for a free class with locations in Canton, Wellesley, Hingham, Brookline, and Framingham. Just be sure to tell them, sunny morning sent you by. And now, back to the show. Let's talk science. Three new moons have been discovered in the outer solar system, enhancing our cosmic neighborhood. One moon orbits Uranus, and the other two circle Neptune, making these ice giants a bit more crowded. The largest of these newly found moons measures just 15 miles across, showcasing the scale of space. These discoveries were made possible by advanced imaging techniques and years of observation. Uranus and Neptune's moon counts now stand at 28 and 16, respectively, after these new findings. The smallest of these moons, orbiting Uranus, is only 5 miles in diameter and takes 680 days to complete an orbit. Neptune's new moons vary in brightness and size, with orbits ranging from 9 to 27 years. Astronomers used layered exposures to reveal these moons against the backdrop of stars and galaxies. These moons have likely been gravitating around their planets since the early days of the solar system. 
Well, this might complete the list of moons down to sizes of 5 to 8 miles for Uranus and Neptune. The search continues for even smaller satellites. And in entertainment news, Dune, part two, led the U.S. box office to its best weekend of the year with $81.5 million in sales. This success pushed the domestic box office past the $100 million mark for the first time since January. 2024's overall box office sales, previously lagging behind 2023 by 20%, have now improved. The sequel's timing proved advantageous, filling a void for movie theaters seeking a box office boost. IMAX reported record sales from Dune, part two, highlighting the film's broad appeal. The movie, based on Frank Herbert's novel, explores themes of war, betrayal, and survival on a desert planet. Despite challenges, including a previous controversial simultaneous release strategy, the sequel has performed well. The decision to delay its release due to the actor's strike allowed for effective promotion, enhancing its success. Overall, the weekend saw a total gross of $112 million across all movies, setting a high for the year. Well, alrighty folks, it's time for the quote of the day. And today, in honor of Bitcoin going bonkers again, here's a quote about it from Nobel Peace Prize nominee, Leon Liu. Every informed person needs to know about Bitcoin because it might be one of the world's most important developments. And it just might be. And that's a wrap for this morning. Remember to stay tuned tomorrow for more news and updates. Have an amazing day, my good friends. Thank you.